Hey, good morning, my friends. <coughs> Got a bit of the sniffles this morning. It's our second day going into, uh, looks like it'll be at least three or four of high winds. been uh, two days of about 30 miles an hour and with all the farming they're doing here in the Wallapai Valley. The dust is thick. Oh, I feel I've got enough uh, sand in my nose to start making some adobe bricks. Hey, that was a little bit of music there from Joe and Woody and the boys of the road crew. If you need a little road trip inspiration or a theme song for your uh, Route 66 or two-lane highway odyssey, check them out at Road Crew 66. Dot com. Uh, you know, to me, Route 66 adventures, well, in fact, all two-lane adventures, but specifically we're going to be looking at Route 66. What makes those adventures special for me, I have three things that really set those, those trips apart. One is the people you meet. That's always the, the most fascinating aspect. And I enjoy good food, especially pies, cobblers, things of that nature. It's starting to show a bit. And the third, though, is uh, as much as I like driving and uh, going, I like stretching my legs. And I like finding places along the road where I can get out for a little bit of a walkabout, maybe even a good picnic. And uh, that's what we're going to talk about today. And I'd sure like to encourage you, if you have some ideas for walkabouts or uh, suggestions, please, please feel free to call in or chime in. Are you a fan of walkabouts? I mean, do you really enjoy just getting out, stretching your legs, and enjoying a little bit of scenery when you're on a drive? Do you like... Uh, a place where you can uh, just just take a little bit of a breather from the road. Good morning, Keith. Well, today we're going to be talking about a few of those places. Uh, well, for example, Amboy Crater over near Amboy, California. Uh, there's a parking lot picnic area just off Route 66, a short distance west of Amboy, California. Uh, definitely not a summer hike. I've been out there on New Year's and temperatures get close to 90 degrees on the particular day I was out there. But this is a hike that's a relatively easy, do carry lots of water. If you don't need it, somebody else will. And it's best to let folks know when you're going to be returning. Let the folks know they're at the Amboy gas station. Uh, it's an unforgiving area, but it's well worth it. The hike itself is just a couple miles, and you'll you'll walk across the desert, almost a barren landscape, 
And then through the backside of the crater that blew out many, many centuries ago, there's a secondary trail that I recommend that takes you up on the crater rim. You can actually get some just panoramic views of the Mojave Desert. That's kind of a great winter hike. If you need something a little bit uh, for the summer and you're in the southwest here, well, you might uh, try Wallapai Mountain Park, just 12 miles south of Kingman, Arizona. Paved road, real scenic. Uh, it's a pine forested oasis in a sea of desert. It's real easy to find if you're traveling on Route 66, Andy Divine Avenue. Just look for the dam bar and, uh, well, that's it. Wallapai Mountain Road's right next, right there at the intersection. Drive south about 12 miles. There are miles and miles of scenic, shade-covered uh, hiking trails, ideal for a summer getaway. They're anyway from a short hike to a long hike, relatively, uh, I, I would rate them as moderate to uh, hard, steep grades, high elevations, kind of a challenge sometimes. You know, uh, another one other here in the Kingman area, and you can get information at the local BLM office or online, Bureau of Land Management. Check out the Surbat Foothills Recreation Area. Uh, these are accessed, these trails are accessed from US 93, uh, just as you're leaving downtown Kingman, about a mile, mile and a quarter from downtown Kingman. Uh, Metwell Drive is the last highway, the last road as you're leaving. Kingman on Highway 93, Metwell Drive would be on your left, and then on your uh, right, you can go up to Fort Beale Drive. <coughs> Either one will take you to the trailheads that uh, this extensive trail system for mountain biking or hiking, and uh, real scenic area. I, I just enjoy it immensely. And just as an example, uh, Camp Beale Springs is uh, accessed here from uh, Fort Beale Road. And it is a desert oasis in the literal sense of the word. Nice little spring uh, stream, lots of history, some ruins, picturesque location, and it's just one and a quarter miles from historic downtown Kingman. And uh, the trail is about 100 yards, and it's almost wheelchair accessible. Just another one I really enjoy. And, of course, the uh, White Cliffs Wagon Road is uh, north of King, downtown Kingman. Pretty pretty easy to find. You can uh, ask for directions at the Powerhouse Visitor Center. But I do need you to note the Powerhouse Visitor Center has limited hours. Uh, they're closed on Sundays. It's a real easy little hike. Uh, picturesque with wagon ruts wore right into the stone. Uh, if we continue east along Route 66, another one that I can really recommend is near Ash Fork, Arizona. Uh, let's see, you'll go uh, east along I-40 to the Welsh Road exit. At the Welsh Road exit, you turn north. Uh, you'll cross two alignments of Route 66. Uh, there'll be kind of a recent paving. Cross, cross over that, you'll come to another section of broken paving, which is the earlier alignment of Route 66 and the National Old Trails Highway. Turn right, 
drive about a mile and a half east, you'll come to Forest Service Road, and then you continue north. Now, you don't need a four-wheel drive, but you do need ground clearance. There's one sand washed across that gets a little rocky. And on the other side of that wash, about a quarter of a mile, you will find a big concrete slab. That is the site of the old Welsh station. Well, uh, it was an old railroad depot. You'll find the rail bed there. And what you do is continue east, follow the rail bed. It's moderate because the grades are pretty, pretty easy. You follow that about three, four miles, and you'll come to the stone-faced portal of the Johnson Canyon Railroad Tunnel. It's a tangible link to frontier Arizona history. Another great summer hike, but do carry plenty of water. And I do recommend watch for snakes. That area is thick with them. Uh, I've written an extensive article about the history of the Johnson Canyon Railroad Tunnel. You can find that on our website under the blog section, jimhinkleysamerica.com. Just type in Johnson Canyon and uh, you'll find a story I wrote about that. Some pretty good photographs as well. If you have any uh, uh, walkabouts you want to share with us this morning, please feel free to chime in. Uh, let's see if we continue on the other side of Flagstaff and Winona. Well, let's back this trolley up. Uh, along I-40, just east of Flagstaff, you'll find signs to Wal Walnut Canyon National Monument. This is a this is a unique little walkabout, and it's it's going to require a bit of climbing. It's all paved trails, but lots and lots and lots of steps. Another summer, great summer getaway. It'll uh, the trails. The visitor center is is perched on a deep canyon, really beautiful scenic. Uh, the visitor center is about uh, three miles off Route sixty six. The trails will take you down into the canyon past uh, cliff dwellings, uh, pre-Columbian era uh, villages nestled in the rocks. Very picturesque and very scenic. And if you continue east along I-40, Route 66 has been pretty much decimated in that area. Uh, you go past Winona. Don't forget Winona, as the song says. Uh, look for the two guns exit. And take... Uh, this would be to the south side of the highway. Uh, when you turn off on at the two guns exit, uh, at the junction there, turn right, drive to the road ends and park. Do a little bit of walking, real easy walking. Lots and lots of history at two guns. Fascinating ruins uh, purchased, perched on the uh, edge of Canyon Diablo. And uh, the bridge that crosses there is built for the National Old Trails Road. It dates to 1915. Really, really fascinating uh, area to explore. Well, let's see what else we have here. If we continue east along Route 66, I-40, make a little detour at Grants down to Highway 54. And uh, you've got access to the El Malpai National Monument, huge volcanic flow area. It looks like a lunar landscape. Some interesting hiking trails there. And a few miles down the road, you can access uh, the Bandera Crater and the ice caves. 
the ice caves are kind of an interesting anomaly. And then just down the road from that is El Moro National Monument. El Moro is a uh, natural spring artesian well, and it's a very unique identifying sandstone mob, like almost a tooth sticks out of the ground in the forest there. Perched on top, the trail is pretty easy. It's uh, paved most of the way, but it's steep in places. You'll have find uh, the ruins of a pre-Columbian village up on top. And down below at the springs in an overhang, uh, the soft stone, centuries and centuries of travelers carved their names in the rock. Uh, gosh, Spanish explorer, you'll find Indian pictographs, Native American pit pictographs, uh, signatures from Lieutenant Beale, Kit Carson. It's, uh, it's like an autograph book for centuries of Western exploration. That's another one I, I really, really enjoy. Uh, great walkabout. If you continue east a little bit uh, over towards Tucumcari, New Mexico, which happens to be a sponsor of Jim Hinckley's America and these programs, Tucumcari is one of those places, you know, it's it's been on hard times. Uh, the bypass of Route 66 and a few other issues really decimated the community and they have not made a rec full recovery that doesn't mean it's not a dynamic uh vibrant community with some real passionate people but if you really want a unique getaway consider this mesa lands community college dinosaur museum uh i was really shocked to find this here it's a small museum but it is Smithsonian quality. And uh, you inquire ahead of time, but every year, summer, except for the COVID years, the museum sponsors a uh, paleontological, uh, paleontology dig in uh, nearby fossil fields. Great way to enhance a Route 66 trip, have a little bit of fun doing it. And we can continue down the road a little bit. Uh, Amarillo, out on the plains of Texas. Well, you know, pretty flat out that country, but it surprises people. Look for the signs for Canyon, Texas. Drive south about 25 miles into Palo Duro Canyon State Park, called the Grand Canyon of Texas. Uh, it's just, just a jaw-dropping, beautiful area laced with miles and miles of wonderful hiking trails short or long now you see you're getting the idea here this is what i'm talking about route 66 odyssey is about more than just driving so take your take your walking shoes with you find a way to add a little bit of zest to the adventure if you will uh in oklahoma out of weatherford go south to the uh, wichita hills area it's a uh, park down there. Another area that's really surprising to find on the plains. Lots of hiking trails, beautiful natural lakes and streams, and some scenic overlooks that uh, just, it, it really would surprise you to find these kind of places in the middle of the plains. We can continue. East Missouri has 
Oh my gosh, lots and lots of interesting hiking trails. One more in Oklahoma before I forget. Uh, near Foil, Oklahoma on Route 66, just about uh, two, three miles east of Foil, you'll see a sign that says uh, Totem Pole Park, Ed Galloway's Totem Pole Park. It's about four mile drive. You might add that to your list too. It is a folk art wonderland. Ed Galloway created some great whimsical uh, towering teepees, mushroom-shaped picnic tables, and uh, it's just a fun spot and a great place for a short, easy walkabouts. Uh, Kansas has got a couple things I should note. Even though Kansas only has about 13 and a half miles of Route 66, they've got a couple things of interest. There's, for example, in Baxter Springs, uh, the museum, definitely worth a visit. But uh, as for the Civil War Trail Guide, the uh, Baxter Springs Massacre, Quantrill's Raiders, Civil War Battle, there is an easy drive and walking tour of the sites associated with that uh, Civil War era battle. It's another great place to stretch the legs. And speaking of Civil War battlefields and a little bit of walkabout near uh, Springfield, just uh, just to the south of Springfield, oh, two miles off Route 66, Wilson Creek National Battlefield. It was one of the first major Civil War battles fought west of the Mississippi River. And uh, very somber sight. Very interesting site and uh, very picturesque. And trails run from easy to moderate and short quarter mile to two, three mile hikes. Just enough to get the blood circulating if you've been behind the wheel most of the day. Uh, another area well worth exploring on foot. Get out and do a short little walkabouts. Down Devil's Elbow, Missouri. This is near Hooker's Cut. Uh, it's the old alignment of Route 66. The uh, Devil's Elbow Bridge was built in the 1920s over the Big Piney River. And uh, it's best to park. I really like to park there. Walk across the bridge. Walk to Devil's Elbow. Just walk the area. But be careful. There isn't much of a shoulder. And uh, there is traffic. But, you know, back in the 1930s, this was Missouri uh, Tourism did a guidebook, and they talked about this being one of the, the beauty spots in the state of Missouri. Well, still is. Absolute, absolutely wonderful, wonderful area. Uh, you know, I enjoy doing this. Uh, summer's good. Spring is good. Summer, of course, can get a little bit warm and humid. My favorite time for the Missouri walkabouts is fall. And if you can time it with the fall colors, it's uh, pretty darn spectacular. Well, I don't want to get too long-winded here, and we still have to talk about Illinois, but we may have to do that uh, soon. There's a couple things there of, uh, of interest. One there in Springfield, <coughs> check out, uh, it's right on Route 66, Abraham Lincoln's uh, Presidential Museum and Library. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, you also might check out Abraham Lincoln's neighborhood. 
the only home Lincoln ever owned is there, and they have uh, National Park Service has restored the surrounding neighborhood to appear as it did when he lived there, and uh, kind of a, a little bit of a time travel situation. Oh, before before we get to the end of this thing this morning, uh, National Road Trip Day here in Kingman is going to be May twenty seventh. There's going to be a block party downtown Kingman Friday evening, and then a cruise to Sligman on uh, Saturday with stops at Grand Canyon Caverns and other places along Route sixty six. And Sunday, I'll be making a presentation up in. Uh, Oatman, Arizona. You can find information on our website, jimhinkleysamerica.com. But one of the things I've been really excited about is we, uh, Kingman uh, Main Street, spearheaded development of uh, an innovative QR code linked system of kiosks, which constitutes a... uh, virtual and physical narrated historic district walking tour and phase one will debut at national road trip day and uh, i'm kind of proud of this project it's really something i've dreamed of for a long time and uh, i'd sure like to hear your input once we get this up and going it's uh it brings history to life if you will instead of making it as boring as a three-day insurance seminar the, the colorful and fascinating of history of Kingman, Arizona comes to life. Just one example, some of the discoveries I made, but uh, the territorial era jail at the Mojave County Courthouse here, built about 1910, was built by the Pauley Jail Company. Imagine my surprise when I was doing the research for this project, when I discovered that the Pauley Jail Company is still in business, still family owned, and it's been in business since 1856. Anyway, there, the, the, the historic district walking tour. Uh, this walking tour could be easily used as a template for communities wanting to revitalize an historic business district. I will be speaking about this uh, development of this walking tour and some other Kingman projects that are bringing new life to the historic business district in Route 66 corridor. I'll be speaking on these at the Miles of Possibility Conference in October in Pontiac, Illinois. I am currently working on getting sponsors for the fall tour. That includes that uh, trip. And uh, sure want to say thank you to the folks to come carry for their continued support. Uh, Wednesday mornings, wake up with Jim. We have a series of true crime stories. This coming Wednesday morning at, uh, Wednesday morning, uh, 6.30 Mountain Standard Time, I'm going to be sharing the story of Spade Cooley. A lot of you may not be familiar with Spade Cooley, but he was a cowboy crooner in the 1930s, and he might not have been as big as Gene Autry and Roy Rogers. But he was a stand-in for Roy Rogers. And uh, on the West Coast, he was quite a sensation. And out on Santa Monica Pier, he had a ballroom and one of the, one of the gosh, most listened to radio programs at the time. And uh, 
He was the West Coast version of Bob Wills, if you will. Well, he was also a psychotic killer. And that's the story we're going to be sharing on uh, Wednesday morning, 6.30 a.m. Mountain Standard Time on Wake Up With Jim. It's part of our new true crime series. Hey, do we have any uh, questions this morning or uh, anybody want to talk about, have any walkabouts they want to they wanna share? That's been the subject of, uh, for those joining a little bit late this morning, we have been talking about everything from uh, easy to hard walkabouts, ways you can get out and stretch your legs on a Route 66 adventure and add a little zest and spice to the trip. Does anybody uh, have a favorite walkabout along Route 66? How about uh, Memory Lane at Lexington, Illinois? That's another great one. Real short, easy hike. Very innovative use of an abandoned highway. This little section of the uh, old Route 66 alignment there at Lexington, they converted into kind of a time capsule uh, with, with, with original type billboards, all the things to give it the feel of the roadside of the 1940s, early 1950s. Another, another picturesque little walkabout, but uh, I prefer it in the months of fall with the trees and the leaves. It's really pretty, especially for an old desert boy like me. Yeah, okay. I guess that takes us pretty much to the end of things this morning. I do want to thank everybody who joined us. Uh, I do have a favor to ask. If you enjoy these programs, uh, since we are still locked out of Facebook and we can't get our Facebook Live programs going, this is our next best alternative. And uh, we're trying to get the audience back together. And the program is always best if it's interactive. Uh, My request to you is if you enjoy these programs, uh, Coffee with Jim on Sunday mornings at 7 o'clock or Wake Up with Jim Wednesday morning, 6.30, invite your friends. Share the programs. They're archived here on Podbean. And uh, you can find buttons for the archives on our website, jimhinkleysamerica.com. But please, uh, uh, please share these with friends and invite them to join in. The more the merrier. The more folks we have, well, more fun we all have because these are shared adventures and you can help me tell people where to go. My friends, I thank you very much for joining us this morning. And, uh, well, join me Wednesday morning for the tale of Spade Cooley. Say hello to a new friend on an old road. Take a two-lane trip of memories into mysteries unknown. Come along for the ride. Jim Hinckley's America. Thanks for coming along for the ride. Jim Hinckley's America. I'm a strong believer that shared adventures are the best adventures. And that's one reason, well, it's a big part of what we do here at Jim Hinckley's America. We share the adventure. 
Ah, you bet, Mr. Roadrunner. You bet. Truly my pleasure. Hey, did everybody enjoy this this morning? Well, I'm glad to hear that. Uh, we still have a couple minutes left. Is, uh, any comments, questions anybody would like to ask before we bid adios? Well, <laughs> take care, my friends. As always, it's been good to see you. Don't forget, Wednesday morning, 6.30 Mountain Standard Time, the dark tale of Spade Cooley. Adios, mi amigos.